You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hello and welcome back to A Sunday Kind of Love. So grateful to be a part of your self-care. Today we are going to first ground into the present moment. Take a breath. Next we will talk about the healing power of journaling. I'll discuss a little bit of the practices I do in my day of journaling, as well as we're going to talk about a little bit of the uh, resistance people have with journaling. So some of the fears around it or the blocks. And my hope from today is that if you do journal currently, that you dive even deeper or that you just simply keep that practice up. And if you don't currently journal, if maybe you think it's not for you, that this talk will illuminate the fact that it is very good for you and you should try again. Let's start with a quote. As I read the quote, why don't we just get ourselves nice and grounded and comfortable? If you have your essential oil, now would be a good time. I love the misters in the summer. That one was a zesty lemon and orange and grapefruit, I do believe. So in this moment of stillness, before we begin, I just want you to give yourself a hug. And recognize yourself for taking this time out for you. That's a beautiful thing. And we're going to take just about a minute and just enjoy being still. So if you're laying down on your mat, your feet can be away from you and your palms facing up. And just letting ourselves sink deeply into whatever we're laying on and relax everything from your toes, up your feet, your legs, all the way up to the top of your head, relaxing even your hair. 
while we're here. Asking ourselves, how do I feel? How do you feel? And what do you need? And then wiggling your toes and coming back into the moment, but recognizing and holding on to the memory of how one moment, one minute can really refill your cup just by putting that intention in, by choosing stillness instead of turning on the phone, turning on the television, whatever it is. So I wanted to start with that because I want to mention that just as taking time to really sink into a yoga mat on your back in Savasana is something that you have to say I'm going to do this and then do this because I know it's good for me same thing with journaling sometimes it may be that you have to choose to do it and you will get your reward when you start a quote by Mina Marie Journaling is like whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. So good. I need to read that one more time. Journaling is like whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. I think now more than ever, it's very, very important to really know our values and really know our truth and what we stand for. It's so important. And journaling is a great way to uncover the deepest parts of you and also to track your growth and your expansion and your gratitude. You can track so many things with your journal. Today, I will be talking about two forms of journaling that I do in my own life as a practice. And I will also talk a little bit about the fears that come up with journaling. The first type of journal that I do is I have my daily agenda from Danielle Laporte. So it's called the Desire Map Planner, and I have the daily version, so there's more writing in it than the weekly. 
And if you do like the sounds of this, right now she has pay what you wish in her shop. So daniellelaporte.com. So let me take you through a day. So every day I try to fill this out. But if I miss a day, I don't feel guilty. We'll come to that later. Okay. But I just want to walk you through it. So every day I write at the top of the page, my core desired feelings. And then I write any nourishing thoughts I have. There's a schedule and she has a prompt by the schedule that says, let it be easy. And every day it's a different prompt, which I love. So this day it says, let it be easy by the schedule. And then the next day it says, make space for light to enter. It's just so beautifully done. Those beautiful little hints of inspiration in there. A reminder to stick with your core desires. A to-do list. So in this to-do list, it says clarity creates simplicity. Body and wellness. So ways you will tend to your body. Devotion. So your your faith, your practices. You track that and your gratitude. And then there's usually a little truth bomb on the bottom. This one says stand your ground. It's sacred. And then on the next page, oh, so true. It says healing for one is healing for many. So I do that. I try to do that every day. I don't get to it every day, but I do it on most days, on most weeks. But one thing about this journal that I definitely do is the monthly reflections. So take this with you. Make sure to adopt a monthly reflection if you really desire to really see what where you're going and look back on where you've been the monthly reflection is a really nice way to do that so let me talk about the monthly reflection at the end of the month you have a a page and it says the past month reflect release appreciate so you'll write your core desired feelings I write what's really working so I felt this I created I receive I gave what needs to change I felt struggled suffered fulfilling insights and actions I learned I felt understood accomplished So I do that, reflecting on the past month. So I look back and take a little look through on what I had written. And then I summarize the month of what happened, what I felt, what I struggled with. And then I do the new month. So I'm envisioning, she says, the new month. Envision, intend, energize. You write your core desired feelings, what you'll focus on, my intentions for the month ahead, do, experience, have, and give, my nourishing thoughts, faithful, positive, so loving, encouraging, steady, clear, compassionate. 
actions I will take and her prompt to be stronger, softer, flexible, open, generous, inclusive, loving. So I love her planners. I am a desire map facilitator. I have been a fan of her planners long before I became a facilitator. So I'm not bragging these up because I want to sell things. That's not it. I really love the checking in with self daily and I love the prompts in there. So they're really, really good. So I love doing that. But when I'm talking about when I'm triggered or I'm hurt or, you know, something has happened that has affected me or I'm going through a transition and I don't know quite how to navigate it and I have some troubles in my mind about it and it's, it's kind of weighing me down, it's giving me tension. I have another journal. So separate from my desire map journal, I have another one. And this one, I usually will rip the pages out and burn them afterwards because, or I'll rip them up, but I have my fire pit and I love to just burn papers in there after I've written them out because my writing out of my problems is how I find my solutions. It's pretty amazing. So this is what I do. Like I said, if I'm sad or I just don't know where to turn, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling anxious because I'm a human, we feel this stuff. What I do is I let the words flow. I ask myself with writing, what is bothering me? And then I just let it pour out and I'm not filtering it. As creatives, many of us are creatives, we're editing work online, all of that. Being able to just write and let it flow and not hold back, very beautiful way of writing. So what is bothering me? And then why does it bother me so much? These are some things I ask myself. Why is this bothering so much? Sometimes they're really petty things. Sometimes they're big things. But why is it bothering me so much? When has this come up for me before? Where in my life have I felt this before? Have this, has this pattern come up? Is this a pattern that keeps on repeating? And many times it is. Many times it is a pattern that keeps on repeating. And every time you notice that, you do your best to transform that pattern. So that cycle that keeps repeating, that you try to transform it by being gentle and seeing a new perspective and being open and willing to change. That's how we start to heal those patterns, but they will keep coming up until we fully, fully learn them. And uh, they come up in different ways. Just because the situation itself has changed, that same pattern will come back. So it's really great to uh, notice, hey, is this a pattern that I need to really do some inner child work on? Is this a pattern that I really need to dig dig into, do some shadow work on. You'll see your patterns. It's like I've mentioned before those paintings from the It store back in the day. They look like abstract art. Well, 
just like a print. And you look at the abstract patterns long enough, and then all of a sudden, the scene pops out of, I think they were bears with trees or, you know, nature landscapes. I don't know if you know what I mean, but if you're an 80s child, you know what I mean. Those where you look at this just array of pattern and then all of a sudden you see it and it's just so bold in front of you same thing when you are dissecting how you feel why you're feeling it it gives you a level of emotional intelligence by writing you are also tapping into the wisdom of your soul I really think that writing pen to paper is way more powerful than typing on a screen I even find I like the efficiency of, you know, writing whatever it is, like a podcast or an online course that I'm creating. I love to first sit down with pen and paper, even though it's not as efficient, because that's really where I find my, my truth is with pen and paper. Yeah, if you want, I can share a few of my patterns that keep on repeating. I'm a perfectionist and I never feel enough. Those are two things that I was journaling about this past week. So being a little vulnerable with you, but we all have our things. So really look down and deep and find them through your journal. One of the most healing tools you can have, writing about what is on your mind, what is weighing you down what's bothering you. Now is a good time for us to grab our journals. We'll go through just a few reflection questions and uh, then we'll get back to the second part of the episode. My first question for you is Do you prefer to write with a pen or a pencil? That may seem like a really bizarre question. Do you write with a pen or a pencil? What do you prefer? I like writing with a pencil. It seems less permanent. So that's why I ask or maybe you like writing with a gel pen to make it beautiful and maybe every day choosing a different color and pairing it with some doodles. So what type of instrument would you like to use for your journaling practice? Because let's treat this as a sacred time, because it is. So pen or pencil. My second question for you. Are you a journaler? And if yes, just write your gratitude for what it brings you. And if you are not currently a journaler, why? Just write out any block you may have or any thought to why you think it's not for you. I'll give you a little bit of time for this. So either your gratitude for your journaling practice, what it brings your way, or your blocks as to why you are not practicing right now.
Thank you for participating in the weekly reflection questions, a way to just take this session home into your life. I love this quote and it really reminds me of how I feel when I get my worries out onto paper as I just said in my journal. It says, what a comfort is this journal. I tell myself to myself and the throw the burden on my book and I feel relieved. That's by Anne Lister. So let's now discuss um, some of the things that keep people from really enjoying a journaling practice. So a big one that comes up, I sell the desire map planners and a big one that comes up is people are worried that they will just buy another journal and do the first two weeks and then just fall off the wagon. That does happen. And I also used to feel that way. I used to feel like, if I missed a week or two or a few days that it just, it almost had a negative energy of a reminder that I fell off the wagon, that I slacked off, that I didn't take the time. So, you know, my desire map agenda, for instance, right? It's a dated one. So if I miss time, which I have done, I mean, I missed a week just recently to me, when I'm going back and doing my monthly reflection, I think to myself, what was I doing that week that I didn't take the time? What was I going through that week? It's a really good eye-opener to just be honest with yourself when you go back through and see that, okay, I missed a lot of time in this. And instead of beating yourself up, seeing your truth, you don't need to be perfect in your journal. It doesn't have to look perfect. If you feel like it has to, like I said, a pencil is a great thing to have because you can just erase something very easily. So if that is one of your things, we all have our things, you can uh, erase. But if you've missed some pages, here's what I do. I like to cut out things that are inspiring to me. So, you know, maybe the artwork from my spirit daughter workbook that I'm doing for the full moon, I'll cut some of the artwork out and paste it into my my journal on the pages that I missed or I could print out photographs of things I did that month you know just take your iPhone and print out some pictures of how you were spending time and post that in you could write out a poem that you love or a quote that you love. You could write it on another piece of paper and then just glue it to the page. You know, there's so much you can do, but the one thing to do is not give up just because you missed time. Don't give up. Let yourself come back. It doesn't matter if you've missed half of the book. 
come back because it's so good for you. And another thing that I think people struggle with when it comes to committing to a journal practice is the fear of somebody else reading your words. So there's a few things you can do here because I also had that thought. And so if I hope this doesn't happen anytime soon, well, this is kind of awkward to talk about, but if for some reason I leave the earth, I have two people in my life, my sister and my friend Jayanne, who are on the duty of making sure that my journals are taken care of, that they are, I want them to have a bonfire and throw the pages in. And I do not want anyone to read them because my journal is my business. It's, it's me. It's for my own eyes only. I tell that to my retreat participants because we do a little bit of journaling on retreat. And I say, just like you would go to a gym and if you don't give your all in the workout, you're not going to get anything. Same thing with journaling. If you are holding back and filtering because you're afraid that someone's going to read it, well, you may as well not spend the time doing it. I'll tell you right now. You may as well not because if you're not putting in the truth of it, then it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, set up people who are in charge for if somehow you need them to, they can dispose of your journals. Um, or you could get a journal with a lock and key. I found one a few years back. I really loved that the freedom of having a lock and key on my journal. You could put it in a safety deposit box if it really bothered you. There's so many things around it. For me, with my deep thoughts, I love to burn the pages in a bonfire. So many, many ways to tackle that problem or even just have a simple conversation with people in your home and just say, just so you know, I do my writing and it's for my eyes only, right? You understand that, right? You get that boundary. That's fair. That's more than fair. And then another fear that comes up with journaling is just not knowing what to say. You're like, I have no idea what to talk about. And you're going to find something interesting when you sit down with your journal. Suddenly, all of the creativity hits home and all of the thoughts come. Putting pencil to paper or pen to paper and writing in cursive especially, it is really an experience. I love to do this practice in the morning with my coffee and I will suggest something that pairs perfectly with mornings. It's called Morning Pages and it's by Julia Cameron. She wrote The Artist's Way. When you wake up first thing in the morning, grab three pieces of paper, loose leaf size, and before you even speak to anyone, just allow your time, allow yourself the time and stillness of writing three pages. So fill those three pages with just ramble. At first, you're going to notice that you may be just talking about how you slept last night or what you're going to have for breakfast. And then by the time you get to the third page, 
well, your creativity begins to be sparked for one. That's what her work is about. Julia Cameron is developing your creativity. And she claims that if you start the morning pages practice, that you will really, really raise your creativity along with treating yourself to artist dates, which is taking yourself out on a date by yourself somewhere every week. So I love that. Being expansive and also nurturing your soul. So those are two good things to do. So if you're fearful that you don't know what to say, do it anyway. Try the morning pages practice. So I hope that this episode inspired you a little bit to take your troubles to pen and paper and also track your life a little. It's a good way of really seeing where you're going and staying on track, especially if you can have a journal that has prompts in it, like the Desire Map one. Um, I know Elena Brower, I don't think I pronounced her name right. She has a really beautiful journal. I think it's called Practice You. And uh, that one is more of a whenever you feel like it, you pick it up. And she just asks some really deep questions. And there's some beautiful artwork in there. There's probably so many journals out there that have prompts for you. Or even create your own. That would be a fun project. Allow yourself the time and make it sacred. Maybe you'll write in the bath. Maybe you'll write over your morning coffee. Or when you're in your hammock. Or on your lunch break. Sit in your car and just have that time with yourself. It's a really good way of staying on track. You'll notice more. You will notice the beauty of this life experience, the good and the bad, you'll see the connection in it. And then to end, I want to say one more time that honesty is the way to a healing journal practice. Honesty, truth, no holding back, totally open, totally exposed because you're the only one reading it. Let yourself do the work. There's a truth bomb that says go deeper and stay there. I love that. All right. I want to remind you that I think it's the end of the month next week. I should know this, but we will be doing our draw at the end of the month for the winner of the sage bundle and the rose quartz crystal. I will be any testimonial that has come in in the past. You will have a, a chance at the draw. So anyone who reviews on iTunes is what I'm saying. Anyone who's sent a review in, and anyone from now till then, you will be entered for the draw to win a sage bundle and a rose quartz crystal. It will help you really ground into these self-love Sundays. Okay, thank you again for having me in your earbuds. And thank you so much for sharing this episode with those you love. Till next time, have a great week. like to help me grow, 
you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.